Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Joy News Prime, live from our studio here in Kokomlimli, Accra. We are live on DSTV Channel 421, GoTV Channel 125, and around the world on MyJoyOnline.com. Coming up, police shot and killed during a robbery incident at Ablekuma. Also, four persons, including six-year-old boy, dead, and three missing, fleeing Wednesday's downpour in Greater Accra and Ashanti regions. I will take you to Parliament as Speaker, Direct Finance Minister, as well as Works and Housing Minister to appear before the House to brief MPs on measures to prevent flash floods with the rain setting in. Mr. Responsible for Works and Housing be programmed by the Business Committee to appear before the House together with the Minister for Finance. Also, Minority Leader Dr. Casey Alatoforsen secures court order to compel his fellow NDC member and former Health Minister Alex Segbefia to testify in ambulance trial. We have details as the court warns it will order the arrest of Mr. Segbefia and two others should they fail to show up. At 8 p.m., I'll hand over to Beverly Broom for Prime Business. Tanker drivers set to strike for Monday over terrible roads network in the Tema Industrial Enclave and other uh, depots, a move that could affect the supply of petroleum products. And at 8.30, Razak Musbar will bring you Prime Sports. Members of Parliament eulogized former Black Stars captain Asamajan following his retirement from professional football, describing him as a national unifier celebrating today because it's good to celebrate people when they are alive and he exiting from football is giving us a reason to say that it is time for us to also recognize what he has done and play the game he played all these years he played for everybody and let us all play for him this is your home of independent fearless and credible journalism please stay with us for details join news prime headlines was brought to you by don't take risks use a condom every time and thanks to malatu i kicked out malaya one time 
spices. Yes, sir. Ghana Police Service says it has started a search for a gang of four robbers who attacked a bullion van at Ablekuma Fan Milk, a suburb of Accra, on Thursday. The robbers, according to the police, shot eight officer who was providing escort for the van. The police, in a statement, said the officer subsequently passed on. The police has therefore expressed its condolences to the family of the deceased officer. Meanwhile, it has assured the citizenry that it will not renege until the suspects are arrested and prosecuted. The last major bullion van attack that led to the death of a young police officer coincidentally occurred in June 2021 at Jamestown, a suburb of Accra. It was carried out by a gang of six robbers. It later emerged that among the robbers were police officers who killed their colleague in order to protect their identities. Following that incident, the Ghana Police Service expressed concern about the limited protection for its staff because the banks were not using the right bullion vans to move money from one point to the other. Now, four persons, including a six-year-old boy, have drowned and three missing following Wednesday's downpour in the Greater Accra and Ashanti regions. The victims drowned in the Owabi stream with the rest swept away by flash flood at Sepasi. Besiasi, now Love FM, Sarastos Asaridonko, spoke with the Ashanti Regional NADMO Director, Frank Dodu. There's more in this report. Scores of people gather on the fringes of the Atafwa Bridge, which is under construction. They are watching divers who are on a frantic search for the body of Kwame Suman, 57, who is believed to have drowned today. He is reported to have jumped into the Owabi stream, trying to look for his junior brother, Kwekwa Bwaje, 47, who drowned trying to ride through the floods with a bicycle on Wednesday evening. <laughs> We were told that this part was deep, but he took the other turn to get to the other side. All we heard was he calling for help. We assumed he had found his junior brother. I later realized he was drowning, and I could not swim. People wail as his body is retrieved from the stream. Now, two people have drowned here at Atafwa Bridge. This is the Owabi stream and it's a flat prone area. When it rains the whole place flats and so vehicles moving to Barakese and its environs cannot use this end. So in all two brothers, all in the same family, have drowned here at Atafwa Junction. Yao Asamwa is a relative of the two victims. I may look normal, but I'm hurt. I would appeal to residents here. We have called on the MP to construct the bridge. Yet, people dump refuse in the river, and this is setting the work done back. I would appeal to all to desist from the act. This will create a chance for the river to flow easily. This won't cause floods again.
This brings to fall the number of persons who have drowned between Wednesday and Thursday. Frank Dodu is Reginald Nadmo boss. The first one did happen at Tafu, uh, which the person is young, still on course to get the data because we are not able to reach out to the family. So we are yet to have the full detail of the one, which presumably is under 10 years old. And we have that also right where we are at Tafua, which did happen yesterday. And this morning when the rescue team, that's the fire service, Nadmo, and other people helping to rescue, we, we, we got to know that a brother also decided that he would force his, his way into the river and he also got drowned. He wants people to take precaution as the rains come down. But all these things could have been avoided. If you look at the releases and dedications that have been going on for the past four months, there are things that could have been avoided. Our focus is on prevention. That is why we took time over three months. We did education at various churches, marketplaces, media houses, issued a publication that the rains that we are expecting are so much. So we should do our maximum best that once we see the rains coming, we find a safe heaven or a better place to be. Once it's capsized down, then those living in the streams and those that are using bridges and the rest, that is when you can make way once they come down. So in all these cases, it could have been avoided. Reporting for Joy News, Erastus Asaridonko Kumasi. Now, the western region has not been spared by the rains of the last two days. Several communities in the import district and a community in the Ahantawes municipality, Ausiejo, have all been flooded. This is a doom dominacy, a farming community in the import district of the western region. Flood waters have covered the road in this community, making it difficult for vehicles to cross. Individuals are forced to alight and trek. In the community, almost all houses have been flooded. A resident cannot stand the devastation on her house. Her rooms and kitchen have all been affected. She blames Galamses for her fate. <laughs> According to our sources in Nepal, one person has been reported dead in Ayim, another farming community in the Nepal district. In the neighboring Ahanta West municipality, the situation is no different. Eusejo, a farming community here, has been battered by the flood. Residents are counting their losses. Some of them spoke to Joy News. 
Now, the Western Region NADMO Director Abdul Ghaniyu has been to these places and joins us via Zoom now with more. Grateful to you for joining us. How devastating is the situation at the places you've visited so far? Abdul, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find out from you what the situation is at the places that you visited. Yeah, good evening to your challenge if you were listening. Um, in fact, since last Saturday up to today, um, Thursday, we have been seeing rains in the western region. And then yesterday, so now, as I'm speaking, it's still drizzling. And we are expecting that some rain will still fall because um, the cloudy is very dark. Um, we have visited so many places since morning we haven't even eaten. Um, we, we, we have gone to many places, but as, which we didn't even count that it will be flooded. But unfortunately, it has flooded and even um, submerged some communities like Eusejo. So as I'm speaking, we are coming from a residual direction, and then we are preaching to Top Friday. Um, the situation is not different from um, what your reporters have reported to you. Um, it's still um, uh, an issue where um, the regional minister, Honorable Kobe Oshredaku Minister, was down so much today, and then he needs to be applauded for his timely intervention of supporting NADBO and the victims with some bags of rice. And as I speak, um, there are so many issues that we have at hand that we need um, some companies and individuals to come in the aid of these um, victims. Do, do we know the numbers affected and, and what measures are being put in place to take care of these affected ones? Yes, um, the numbers quoted by the community, because you are taking the numbers from the community, I still don't want to put those numbers out. I've asked um, our zona coordinators and um, the NADBO staff within the Hunter West Municipality to put up all the numbers, and including all the other areas, including um, Wasa East and then uh, Impoho precisely. Um, we are looking for them to, 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 to give out the accurate numbers which um, later can be communicated to the general public and our headquarters in Accra. Mm, but, but what intervention have you put in place for the affected ones? The intervention is there to evacuate the people from their current situation to a higher haven where we have um, secured um, a school building and a church, a Pentecost church in the community where the people are lodging in now. Grateful to you for joining us here. Meanwhile, a resident of Peacetown near Kaswa in the Greater Accra region say, but for the timely intervention of some persons who volunteered as lifeguards, 10 children and some adults would have died after Wednesday's rains. Many of the residents were compelled to stay home after a river in the community overflowed its banks, rendering the main road impossible. Maxwell Ababa was there for us and our reports. 
sounds of gushing water at the cutoff point here at Abamfu. This is the main road that connects Peace Town to the capital and other adjoining communities. But these men who you see here did not go to work today. Some of them who are taxi drivers here in this community are unable to cross to the other side. Behind me is a stream that overflowed in banks and displaced many from their homes. Many of the residents here have been forced out of their homes by the flood water. The brave ones were compelled to move door to door, rescuing persons who were trapped. I've met Joseph Kwame Ngakum. He helped to rescue some of the affected persons. He says, but for their timely intervention, 10 children would have died in the flood. I was inside and I saw people shouting, screaming, and say, oh, let me come out. Even me, I wanted to go and buy something. And I said, okay. I saw them screaming and I said, oh, wow. Then I, I went there to help them. And I saw people going, coming up from their houses and they want to rescue people. So we gather boys and also help them to rescue some of the kids, like 10 kids. And saying, doing that rescue, and we saw a certain woman and a two, two kids uh, drowning, like coming, com, coming from, uh, they, are, they are in the water coming. So today I heard, the, I heard that they, they were rescued at this place. So I said, okay, then fine. But people were calling me. How, how was it? How was it? I was thinking maybe the, the, the water sent them away. But today I had that uh, they, they are fine. So. Hundreds of residents are not willing to risk it through this flat water. Many of them who have no choice are compelled to wade through it. I've been speaking to a man who had to carry his sick son behind him to the hospital. He says the road to his residence is impassable and he couldn't wait for the water to subside before taking his son to the hospital. Okay, this is your child? My child. He's sick? He's sick. Okay, so t t tell us a bit about that. Now because I ran over this morning before you are going, yeah, before mm. I carry go. I go there and say, body not feel well. Mm. Well, the child coming, so my son is sick, so that's why I go to him. Okay. Mm. But you didn't get any car to get him to cross? No, 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 no car. Mm. No, no car. So that's why you had to yeah, carry him? Yeah, carry him before. Okay. Mm. All the taxi drivers in this community who ply this route to Peace Town and its adjoining communities are idle today. There's no work to be done. I've been speaking to Seth Obain, who is one of them. He's frustrated about the situation. Yeah, but uh, this is where we live for some time now. But yesterday, what happened was terrible, you know, and we couldn't even... To cross the river self is not easy for us. Yesterday around 9 p.m., it was terrible. People were coming from work and they couldn't have a problem like yesterday. So we want our MP to come to the area and to come and visit us. Since these problems happened, we haven't seen the MP around, especially the M uh, uh, MC. Even if we don't know him, he has to come and, I mean, uh, 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 take care of the situation so that we know that we have elders uh, uh, somewhere. But there's nothing of sort going on. So please, we are pleading to the authority to come and visit us to solve the problem. Many of the residents here believe the flooding here persists because of the inaction of city authorities. They are threatening to boycott the 2024 elections. I've been speaking to one of them, Azumi Mahama. 
She said, and soon as you are hanging, a drop at all of my salad, tin, 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 and soon as I am taught, I see a poor one, and won't get to any, and to a more bad happy, a bomb of war, more big to the Nancy as Ope, Ope, or be votes. She says, Look at how we have been displaced by the flood. When elections are getting closer, you see politicians trooping here. They should never step here in search of votes. Our children are not able to cross the school. If you are not strong, the water will sweep you away. Our MP does not do anything for us. He shouldn't step here, an angry Azumi Mahama said, with tears in her eyes. Now, the problem road at Gulf City, Saki, Bediakun, and its environs in the Pong, Katamanso municipality have gone from bad to worse due to perennial flooding. The deplorable state of the roads is adversely impacting the lives and livelihood of thousands of residents who say they feel neglected after many cries for help. My colleague, Carlos Caloni, was in the community earlier and has come through this report. This is not a pond or a dump site. It is the main road in the heart of Gulf City, a fairly planned settlement in the Pongkatamanso municipality. One of the many craters on the Gulf City to Pumbaria Road. Lot of skills required to successfully drive through this body of water. Those who do not have it just turn around. Some, however, there without the required skills, they end up like this tricycle. Loaded with rubbish, headed to the Pone landfill site, but spills it garbage here. Hi, I'm Sally. Back with more Great Wolf Lodge breaking news. The new lodge in Maryland is opening with some awesome new features for the whole pack. Here's Stephen reporting live. Hi, Sally. After hitching a ride with the Great Wolves, my pack and I took it easy on the Lazy River, hit the Great Geyser Water Park, and now we're getting ready for a pillow fight in our kid cabin. Stay safe out there, Stephen. This is Sally, howling off from Great Wolf Lodge, Maryland. This summer, go to the movies. Projected on the side of a mountain. Discover a new favorite restaurant. Your campsite. Find yourself when you lose your signal. Discover a new playlist. Mother... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Nature. Make your summer special at the Kia Summer Sales Event with a dependable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event N7523. At Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles, so we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With a family on vacation. 
Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Oh, normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99. Plus special financing ends Monday. See store for details. At the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. With savings on top brand appliances, like a new LG Counter Depth Max refrigerator with ultra large capacity on the inside and a seamless look on the outside. Or an LG oven with built in air fryer for crispier, healthier cooking. Plus, with convenient shopping in store and online at the Home Depot, your innovative new appliances are just a click away, too. Get special buy savings, plus up to $1,000 off select kitchen appliances like this exclusive LG kitchen package at the Home Depot. Others, like this taxi driver who needs a push to see through, says the impact on their livelihoods is immeasurable. A blessed day. We cannot even work as a normal working uh, days that we used to work. Normally, we go like four, three, uh, 15 trips, 20 trips, but today we cannot go. Even most of the cars have even stopped working. In fact, it has actually affected our income. We have families that we take care of. We are in the rental rooms. An officer from the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, Johnson Adi, who chanced on this, shared some environmental concerns. For the rubbish, it has a lot of implications. This rubbish, the way you see it, it contains... We don't know what is in there. There can be fecal matter. There can be all kinds of things. And when they stay in there, they will get into people's homes. They will be in there, they will decay. They will start causing havoc to the community. So if there is any water body here, all these contaminants, the pollutants will get into it. And the water bodies, we have cattle grazing. They, 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 they drink from the water body. So when they drink from the water body, we in turn eat this cattle. And this thing will bioaccumulate in them and it will get into humans. So it's a very, very, very important issue to protect public health. Apart from environmental impact, the huge decline on the road usage due to its deplorable nature is affecting the many small businesses dotted along the road. Uh, only one type she tells Joy News what some pregnant women go through on the road. It has a lot of impact on people. Personally, I know a neighbor who was in labor, but because of the state of the road, she couldn't have a baby. And then someone was sick, like very sick, 
and then they are rushing the person to the hospital. The person almost lost his life. The assemblyman for the Mlechako electoral area, Isaac Newton Tete, says they feel neglected. Uh, we feel neglected in the entire community because the state of our roads are uh, so embarrassing that uh, you don't don't understand what's happening. Look, we have used several means to get uh, authorities or DTBs to fix this road. And uh, it's, it's bearing no fruit. And that's as, as we speak now, you can see for yourself the nature of the road. When contacted, the municipal chief executive of the Konkatamanso, Samuel Oko Amankwa, said the deplorable roads in question have been awarded to contractors for rehabilitation works, but contractors have failed to show up. We have submitted all the challenges we have on all the roads you just mentioned and more to the road minister of Akwata. We have a copy that has gone to the Urban Roads Director General and then that of Highways. The Calypso one to Michelle Camp and then Bedia Kuru's actually they've been awarded. The site was handed over to the contractor uh, somewhere last year, September. Up to now, the contractor has not come to site. And this is a, a, a big worry to all of us. So we have made a request through Urban Roads that they should change the contractor for us. Until the contractors show up to fix the roads or are sacked and replaced with those who will work, residents and commuters would have to develop the skills to drive through a pond-like road or end up like this tricycle, unable to reach its destination. From Gulf City, I am Carlos Caloni for Joy News. Now, Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbing, has directed Finance Minister Ken Ofori-Atta and his colleague works in House and Minister Francis Asensubwache to appear before the House and brief MPs on their preparedness to prevent floods with the onset of the rains. Minority Chief Web Governors Kwame Agbaja delivered a statement on the floor calling for urgent action. Out of the, the downpour yesterday, um, areas specifically Botiano, English, Amal from constituency, which belongs to one of our colleagues, got heavily uh, flooded, Mr. Speaker. And as a result, the news report suggests that uh, a lady and two of his, uh, her kids are currently missing since yesterday. Uh, I take the opportunity to commend the uh, agencies still working to hopefully find them alive. Uh, we are also aware that some people are injured and uh, lots of properties have been uh, damaged. Mr. Speaker, uh, we want to take the opportunity to commensurate with our colleagues, uh, Honorable uh, Tete, uh, who is a member of parliament from that area. I suspect he's within the area now trying to do whatever he can do as a member of parliament to help his uh, people. Uh, we also understand that areas like Ofang, part of Ofanko and Ashalaja, some areas have been cut off completely out of the, because of the uh, flooding. And Mr. Speaker, the rains have just started. The dam, weather dam is yet even to be, to be spilled. And this calls for this house to uh, probably call upon our respected colleague, the minister uh, responsible for Western Housing to apprise the house as to what steps he is taking uh, to avert further damage and loss. A member of the Works and Housing Committee, Andrew Dari Chirete, blamed the recurring flood situation on a sector minister who he accused of, uh, uh, he accused of uh, not, being li- not living 
up to uh, his mandate. It's huge. And uh, you and I know the problem of uh, Ghana, especially Accra. Uh, you see, for the flooding in Accra, we know it's perennial. It's something that happens almost every year. Um, but as a people, I don't think we are investing enough to prevent it. I know there are people who deliberately cause uh, some of these activities. Those who build on waterways, uh, those who throw uh, their uh, waste products in gutters, uh, those who construct even uh, roads to their houses, they block some of the waterways. But I think as a people, we should have lost that work. It's just because we do not implement our laws. We all know that every year, as a ministry, we need to drain the, I mean, to, to, to dredge uh, the drains, especially the other. But for some time now, they would mention to us they have done the dredging, yet you go there and you don't see any activity going on. What is appalling is about the way the ministers talk. And that is why we think that the minister should come and answer some questions. We are aware that before Akufadu became the president, he spoke so much about how he was going to handle issues in Ghana. When he became the president, he told us uh, he was going to make Accra the cleanest city within two years. But the situation has worsened under his watch. If he was doing the job well, we wouldn't have been here today talking about it. It tells you that he's not doing the job well. You see, the person that this has affected, the, 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 the member of parliament, he happens to be one of their uh, members of parliament, a very vocal person. I know if it was someone else, that member of parliament would have been here talking, he would have been here making a lot of comments and other things. Now, the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbe, who was furious about the situation directed at finance and works in housing ministers, must come before Parliament by next week to detail their plan to stop across perennial flooding. I'll definitely give the instructions, and the instructions are to the effect that the minister responsible for works and housing be programmed by the business committee to appear before the House together with the Minister for Finance and to give us a brief on action being taken to make this a thing of the past. And so we expect that latest before the end of next week this minister should appear before us. If the substantive minister is not there, there is a minister of state at the Ministry of Finance who could come to represent him. I, I was informed that the substantive minister has traveled. But in case he's not available, the other minister will come to represent him. Honorable members, this is a very important subject matter. And I believe that one of the ways we could support uh, national leadership to find solution is for us to pass 
the Budget Act. Why should they be desilting? We should construct structures in such a way that there are no open gutters. Uh, we should. The way we are looking at housing as if it's a private venture is wrong. The house you build is not for you. It's for the community. People come in at any time and sleep with you. And so the society has a role led by the state to provide shelter over the heads of people. That is a serious priority. Because after air, water, food, the next thing is what? Shelter. Shelter. But we rather spend a lot of money on useless things. As we're watching Joe News Prime, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Stay with us. My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevents me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself of PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. Not down, eh? no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. 
Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on Global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order with the... You will enjoy free life insurance. Oh. Free debit card, save what you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. Vimwo, this EcoBank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Yara, uh, uh, but maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I do go shine my shoe. Hey. Yo, myself, I do go check my BP. We going up, never go down, and we stay flat. Open an EcoBank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority, under the Peritas Lottery Platform. Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, and when I find it, I stick to it. Mashishumanya Bell Park Tissues. Bell Park T-Roll. Bell pack T-Roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Minusua, mehotome. It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. Uti bakwa. Uti mi de pepaye. Uti mi soki. Echi mu esa One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Park is simply the best. It's just perfect. Madam, I'm looking for Abena. Abena, there's someone looking for you. <laughs> Madam, please, where's Abena? Abena, yes, is this who you are looking for? Ah. Madam, please get me Abena. Please. Bella. Abena, bro. Abena, Abena, Abena. Oh, Abena. It's not Abena. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back from the break. Now, who in your community do you think is making an impact? The multimedia group's Joy News brand has launched its maiden edition of the Joy News Impact Makers Award. The Impact Makers Award is a social project aimed at recognizing and celebrating ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. The event is slated for Friday, June 23. Acting General Manager of uh, Joy Brand, Francis Fifi Kumsin, joins, uh, will be joining us. Um, so I'm, I'm told that um, MFA Ellie, who is a producer here, joins me uh, uh, via Zoom with more on this. MFA, great to have you here. Uh, first, let's start with uh, how we expect these awards to, you know, uh, deliver the impact we're looking for. Thank you for the opportunity, Dave. So, um... As you rightly said, it's time we honor and recognize the people behind the stories themselves. Often we only tell the stories and then that's it. But this time around, we do not want to end it there. So for the past five months, we've been trying to receive nominations from various communities across the country of people, the community members themselves, didn't uh, make an impact in their lives. And we've got quite a number of them, close to 500 nominees entry which we handed over to our judges who also sit through and finally gave us 10 finalists. So tomorrow at uh, the Labadi Beach Hotel, these awardees will be on ground with their family members and loved ones and then they'll be recognized and as a brand. The objective is to showcase them to corporate Ghana mm. and then encourage them so that they'll be able to on what we are doing so that a lot more people will benefit from their intervention. Okay. Now, what was the criteria for settling on these 10 finalists? Okay, so there were quite a set of them. Mm. Let me mention the, a few of them. The first is that the project has to be sustainable. Uh, it's not a one-time event. It's not a one-time intervention, but something which has been in the system for a while and will not end anytime soon and would have lasting impact on the community members. It must also have some um, capability of... Uh, it should be, the committee or the one initiating the project should be able to replicate it, if not by himself, but anyone watching or whoever has come across the initiative should be able to 
replicated wherever they are so that others could equally benefit. And then we are also looking at the ingenuity of the individual who came up with the intervention, how unique, how special is it, how novel it is, and then what is the uh, extra, what's, the, what's so special, what makes this initiative so special such that it is changing lives, it is changing the livelihood of the people. So those are some of the things mm. we are looking at to be able to award the people who will be meeting tomorrow for okay. whatever intervention they are engaged in. Mm. So tell us about the final event happening tomorrow. Um, this is at 6 p.m. at the Labadi Beach Hotel, but that's strictly by invitation. So on ground, we are engaging the awardees, some uh, people from corporate Ghana, we are also engaging the friends and family of the awardees. And then we, we encourage our audiences, wherever you are, the event will be broadcast live on Joy News from 7 to 9 p.m. And so we encourage our audiences to be glued to their set and they can trust us for the best. I mean, it's the first ever in Ghana's media space. And so you can imagine, and it's your home of credible journalism. We cannot give you anything less than the best that you can ever imagine. And so that is it. We are promising them a thrilling night. We are promising them an exciting night. We are promising them something that they would always remember and would always look out to see in the coming years. What can I do to catch the eye of the judges next year? So all you need to do is to, um, who knows, watch tomorrow's event, and I'm sure... After you've been able, after you've watched the the, uh, the program, you'll be encouraged to also start doing something. And immediately you're able to do that. Definitely, I'm sure your community members would have taken note of whatever you're doing, and then they would propose or nominate you for next year's award. And so doing, when the entry comes to us, what we do is to forward them to the judges. And I'm sure definitely they they will see it and then. Uh, match it against the criteria they have and say, maybe for what uh, uh, Samuel Kodobis has done over this one or two, he's worthy of uh, 2024 joining his Impact Makers Awards, and so let's consider him for that. So as soon as possible, you might want to be considering an initiative mm. and take some more ideas from tomorrow's event. Okay. And we'll be hearing more from the awardees, what exactly they've been doing, and how much impact they have made in their communities. All right, grateful to you, MFA, and all the best uh, tomorrow. Now, to other stories now. Former Health Minister Alex Segwefia and two others have been ordered by Anakra High Court to appear and testify in the trial of Minority Leader Dr. Kesela Tufosin. Dr. Tufosin's lawyers urged the court to issue the order after they failed to call a witness at the court's hearing today. The Minority Leader and two others are standing trial for causing financial loss to the state in the procurement of ambulances for the country. Legal Affairs Correspondent Joseph Akable has the rest of the story. The minority leader has so far been unable to directly call a witness to the stand. The first witness who testified from his defense list was equally ordered to show up to testify. This was an official of the Stambeck Bank, Henry Miles Mills. This was the bank said to have initially offered government a credit facility to acquire the ambulances. The transaction did not materialize. Dr. Forsen's lawyers on Thursday informed the court they had been unable to secure the attendance of any witness. 
those on the list include former finance minister Seth Tepe, former GMPC boss Alex Mood, former health minister Alex Sebefia, former controller and accountant general Seidu Kotoma and others. Lead counsel Dr. Abdul Basit Bamba explained to the court Mr. Tepe and Alex Mood are committed to testifying. In respect of the others, he urged the court to issue the order. Justice Efia Saribuchi ordered that Alex Segbefia, former controller and accountant general Seidu Kotoma, and a former budget director at the Ministry of Health, Patrick Nimu, are to show up to testify starting from June 29. Should they fail to do so, a warrant will be issued for the arrest. Dr. Forsen is standing trial alongside businessman Richard Jackpa and former director at the Ministry of Health, Seth Animana. Hearing continues on June 29. Now, they have been thirsty for decades despite being surrounded by abundant water. That's the plight of residents of Seva, an island community in the Keta constituency of the water region. Several appeals to local and central governments have only attracted empty promises. My colleague Emmanuel Jevenu highlights the plight of several residents, including children, uh, children sourcing water from a dugout at a cemetery. Seva, a land and its people who remain thirsty although they are surrounded by abundant water on every side. Chipohlami Vava, Kakia Menechi Vivu, a Jalechiama, Matentia Anyong, Matentia Allum, Tayuiba, a Nila Toma Pigaka, a Chinyanya Kuhinami Alagba. Seva is one of the island communities forming the archipelago of the Keta Lagoon. The residents are mostly fisher folks and petty traders. In this village, there's an abundance of food and fish, but the same cannot be said of water available for cooking and drinking. Access to potable water is a constant struggle for the individuals living here. The water that surrounds them is salty. Nursing mothers are forced to reuse dirty water for other chores at home. <laughs> Residents, including children, have to trek several kilometers to Anyako, a neighboring community, to access drinking water. Some houses have constructed reservoirs to harvest rainwater for their domestic use. They sell what they store to other households. Uh, 
I'm a Garavari tanker of a poma. I will be a brown vacher. Then I may weep a tanker dresser. Go for my rosegi. There, Marahalia, they have Gavi. Go no poverty over formula tank oma. O dona Vuci, O Quetibacona, a poly tank manami. You know, Jajam. During the dry season, when water is scarce, residents come everywhere and anywhere for water, including the cemetery. We went to the cemetery to get water. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99. Plus special financing. Ends Monday. See store for details. Because we don't have water in the house or in the community. So we have to try our best to go there and fetch water, bath, or wash our clothes or our school uniforms. Sometimes we have some water there, but not plenty. If the rain comes, the water, some water, yes, collects there. So it helps us. We know that the water from the cemetery is not good, but we, we, we don't have any option, so we drink it or use it to cook. The water problem in Seva is a major concern to everyone, especially the chiefs and elders. In places like Seva, even the underground water is sometimes salty, making nonsense of any attempt to drill a borehole. So attempts by the community folks to construct boreholes were not fruitful. Dumaga Achu Amese is one of the elders here at Seva. Achinyao unofrem nami alagbagba. Nezawagba ari borehole aba tapatoni kakemi kra chinyara kangu. Dachisong ikumiyantemi akwana kumiyoku chinyara kavasere fifio. The slightest downpour, the only road submerges, cutting off the community from the main town and making it impossible for tankers to get water into the town. Over here, clean drinking water is a luxury, a precious commodity, which must be used very well. Several appeals to the local and central governments to connect the Seva village to the national water grid have only attracted empty promises. I'm a shamaker vad, we are no chai, and yet empty. You come here for more. A more do do clutching your roof from Kuma. Unanami Kakarajibana, you hear your room, Kumiaji. Kakano ya miss Anyaraku. Kumagoba, Mamma, and yet Tadunami. I want a bad yam a chai year. Me no live living limba, me guy in Hachangafia. No year of Anglomiba. A fifia bagadremo. 
assemble o o fo do na o kata eh o gbogbo na mi ba komo fan ma va o komo fan ma va o na yo yire na na ka wo gana mi o ye ko mi ha to le je o la ba na wo gbogbo na to mi adadu komo o ren mi to mi anu asitron afia nu na nu romro wo nyanu ka adrafu na mi sabato ala gbagba Access to safe drinking water is recognized as a fundamental human right by the United Nations. Marginalized communities along the Keta Lagoon, such as Seva, Anyako, Konu, Abegame, Uata, Uta, Atigati, Abome, and Lashibi, have an approximate population of 20,000. Government must take a human rights-based approach to water and sanitation improvements so that no one is left behind. Emmanuel Jivenu's report for Joy Prime. That was a beautiful story by Seva there. Now, two weeks after suspending their picketing, members of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum are back to the Finance Ministry demanding payment of six new coupon arrears. This is after the government cleared all initial five coupons and four principal arrears as of May 29, 2023. The new arrears are coupons that have matured over the past three weeks. There's more in the following report. The last time members of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum we are the finance ministry two weeks ago. It was because government owed them five coupons and four principals. But those arrears have been cleared. The principal has been paid. That's what I'm saying. Some people have received. Many people. Few haven't received. But once people have received, those who haven't received, we have asked them to consult, uh, to contact their bankers. It may be so, as a result of some entries or whatever within their... So to be safe to say that as we speak, government owes you no principal. No, no principal. All the principals have been uh, settled. So why have the pensioners resumed picketing? Convener of the group, Dr. Edu Anani Entry explains. These are June ones. Government has paid up to the May ones after uh, that ended our picketing. And uh, the government has continued to build up again. Which means that that directive to the accountant general has not been... It hasn't. We don't don't think that is working. Because if you say they must prioritize, my understanding of prioritization is that don't joke with it. As soon as it comes, please, it's due. Let money be available for them to get their money. And yes, we are not getting it. He said although all the principal arrears have been paid, government has ignored their request for interest to be paid over the period payment delayed. Government hasn't responded to our letter. We are expecting a response. If we don't get a response, maybe we'll send a reminder uh, to that because it's only uh, nice that when somebody writes you, demanding something, if you can't even do it, just write back to that person. So we have given government some time. But after, after, after the payment of all of these principles, are you still grounded on that demand yes, for the interest. because you have the nine people some in, in, in the first case some of them more than three months of somebody's money which is using to invest and these are people who are relying solely on that so you mean that three months the person should earn nothing 
and his government going to pay for his or her medication and food. That is not right. That is not right. You, you shouldn't treat your citizens like that. That is our point. Chris Apelete is a son of one of the bondholders. He said government must do more to win back their trust. Family money was put into these bonds and now that it's been taken away, it's causing all sorts of problems. We have sick aunties, sick cousins, young children that we support with this money. And without this money, all these people are going to become dependent on the state or even worse, they've become dependent on nobody. They'll just be there suffering. It's really, really bad. Pensioners should be exempted from these things. Young people like me, we can go out and work, we can build it up again. But these people, they have hips that need fixing. They have sicknesses that we can't see, diabetes, heart problems, strokes, all these problems that they have. They cannot go out and work for this money anymore. It's just something that we shouldn't be doing, taking money from them. The pensioners will picket the finance ministry again on Friday morning. James Kwasiavich's report read to you. And that's how we wrap up the bulletin for today. There's more news on myjoyonline.com. My name is Samuel Kojo. Brace Upness is Prime Business with Beverly Broom. Good evening. Tadia unsa unkotonu impiru na mekanfu SCP ama SCP ewo tema shahel eko na factory kesi ano esi eni na ape pavement blocks blocks and kasa kasa ena di edi si game biyaro oko shahela SCP ebe mabi se upeso usudai na upeso ugu concrete eni afuna kuto cement ya kopa bua kopa nguya ofre SCP ya kadi concrete ya mesen de dawe quality cement warm. On the good camera amount, so what am I? A fina, Dodua, a flower, bomb, and in Patamuni Nara, your office. I was Princess Road, Yanipapaya restaurant, in the Dimfe. SCP was 0501 672 608. Anato free I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy a big car. I'll buy a big house. Thank you. We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply.
Italy, the all-natural fruit juice. This outfit is... Kwajo, why are you late? Yes, Kwajo, why are you late again? Kwajo... Can't you talk? See, Mommy, I could lie like Amma. And say I was doing my homework with my friends. Or lie like Emma and say I was helping Grandma buy food. Mommy, I will not lie like Emma. I was playing with my friends. And that is why I'm late. Homework now. Thank you for not lying to me. Your Calipo is in the fridge. Calipo, the natural fruit juice drink. Avi, you know that. This advert is FDA approved. Ah! Ah, sister Hoes, use gas. Gas is fast, and easy, and convenient. Let me walk. If you get LPG, let me see your hand. Oh, okay. Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy a big car. I'll buy a big house. Thank you. We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply. The business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Take a similar seven bag for your QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
Hello, good evening, and welcome to Business Here on Joy News Prime with me, Beverly Broom. Now, tanker drivers of the various petroleum products have declared their intention to strike from Monday 26th, June 2023. This is due to what they describe as terrible road conditions in the Tema Industrial Enclave, as well as other field depots in the country. The following report has more. The tanker driver's intention to strike come Monday was captured in a letter cited by Joy Business to management of the Tema oil refinery. The tanker drivers say they have been forced to take this action because all attempts to get government to deal with their concerns have not gotten the desired results. The drivers in the letter to tour management recounts engagements with National Petroleum Authority which all have not led to any action being taken on these roads. The challenge is not only with the Tema industrial enclave, as the drivers indicate that other fuel depots in the country are having a similar challenge in terms of road network. The drivers have also told Joy Business that these concerns have gone as high as the presidency and the Minister of Transport, but no action has been taken. They are worried the nature of these roads could result in a disaster when they are transporting petroleum products. The action could result in the supply of petroleum products being affected badly from next week if the issue is not resolved. Now, the independent power producers have expressed their resolve to withdraw their decision to cut power supply from July 1 if the World Bank is able to intervene swiftly on their demands. This follows a pledge by the World Bank to help Ghana address its power supply challenges. However, the IPPs have formally notified the Finance Minister, Keanu Furiata, to cut power supply due to the lack of resources. Eliklim Afetobo is the Chief Executive Officer of the IPPs and has been speaking with my colleague, Pius Kujubaka. We are critically challenged facing uh, financial difficulties. We have made these challenges known to government, need to do for that matter, but have now received the needed attention. Uh, we indicated that we are unable to guarantee supply after June 30th, just because we do not have the resources to do it. There was no negotiation anywhere. Uh, what I would say an engagement was when government made uh, invited us to to put while we are to shutting plant which we have rejected. I think that in the story there was no further engagement. So anything related to the distraction is actually not acceptable. So I cannot say there was any negotiation or there was an engagement. We are now what we want to see in the cards in our account to continue the operation. Uh, we are on standby for that if World Bank is able to intervene as early as possible to do it. We just lack the resource to continue the operation. That's why we will not be able to run an empty vehicle the same way we cannot run an empty plant. Type down, we continue the operation. Now, challenges with oil production has impacted negatively on the performance of industry for the first quarter of this year. This was captured in the latest GDP estimates for the first three months of this year. The following report has more. Oil production over the years has been one of the major contributors to industry's performance when it comes to GDP calculation. Therefore, 
Any challenge in that area will definitely impact the economy. Some analysts are linking the challenge to drop in oil production and difficulties in securing approval from government when it comes to their new oil production and work on new fields. On the construction subsector, Joy Business is learning that one of the major reasons that contributed to its contraction was issues with clinker importation by the cement manufacturing firms, which impacted on the sector's performance. The Ghana Statistical Service data on the first quarter GDP estimates showed that all the subsectors did contract a part of electricity, which went up by over 3%. However, Joy Business is learning that the sector could have done better than what was recorded. It's one of the independent power firms was not shut down due to some internal issues. The Ghana Statistical Service is, however, optimistic about the industry sector picking up in the coming month. This is due to the fact that its performance for the first quarter of this year was somehow impacted by some shocks coming from COVID-19 related activities. So, if these challenges should be dealt then, the performance of industry could pick up strongly. Meanwhile, the agri-sector ended the first quarter of this year with almost 5% growth. This was fueled by significant activities in livestock, cocoa, forestry and logging. But General Secretary of the Agricultural Workers Union, Edward Carroway, says that growth was not influenced by policy but by the weather. That improvement in the agri-sector is uh, not based on policy influence. Because as we know, agriculture is uh, generally being fed, mm. and we are also aware that uh, this year, 2023, government has spent less on agriculture so far. I mean, we are all aware that government is uh, taking steps to review the planting for food and jobs program. So what you have seen as a positive growth is not as a result of policy uh, uh, consequence, but it's a uh, uh, just influenced by uh, the weather. So we hope, hope that going into the future or into the year, if the weather begins, continues to be good, then of course we may see the trend uh, going back. It is not based on policy uh, influence. Uh, if you look at fisheries, of course, you can see that uh, uh, fisheries in general terms will continue to have a, a negative effect because we are gradually uh, destroying all our rivers through uh, this uh, environmentally, environmentally friendly uh, activities like Galamsey and so on. So we are yet to see the worst of uh, the fisheries industry. One of the things that those figures are telling us is that uh, in this our economic situation as a country, the area or uh, the sector that can stay there is agriculture mm. because it has a resilience to the external uh, shocks that uh, the country is experiencing. Now, uh, it means for us to sustain it, we need to invest more in it. But as I've already indicated, we are also paying for good rains uh, to come at the uh, quantities and time that uh, the farmers need it. So our influence on a trend of agriculture for this uh, year is not going to be mainly on the uh, dictates of policy, but it's going to be based on luck as we depend on the natural factors to grow our uh, agriculture. 
We we'll stay a bit longer on agriculture as Minister for Food and Agriculture, Brian Echampo, has assured that government is on course to implement what is termed as the new Ghana agriculture uh, to ensure adequate food supply without a reliance on importation. According to him, this process involves the use of digitalization to improve efficiency and proper motivation for local farmers in order to produce to meet the quality standard of the country. The minister was speaking at the Tukoko stakeholders in Accra on the back of the African Cocoa Exchange. Looking at the agricultural space with focus and at the 360 degrees. We are on a trajectory of a modern, prosperous and private sector driven economy. We believe that poor farmers cannot continue to feed the rich. And therefore, we have to change the trajectory of agriculture to ensure that our production can meet the needs of Ghanaians and our exports requirements. This hope and vision is to achieve what we call the new Ghana agriculture. We will achieve that through digitization to drive efficiency to improve productivity and accelerate access to government services and improve the ease of doing business. We will diversify the agro industry, we will be technologically innovative, and we will add greater value to our production processes. To some other stories now, in telecom firm Airtel Tigo has rebranded as AT. The company says the move is to give the company a new facelift and improve in its operations with customers. Addressing the media, Chief Executive Officer Liu Scalato said the change of the name won't lead to job losses, but rather scale up operations. According to the company, the name change will apply to all sub-brands, AT Money, AT Business, AT Premier, and AT Insurance. The company maintained that its social media and website domain names would also change accordingly. The new name, AT, will also apply to all future communications, marketing materials, and branding efforts. Speaking during a roundtable discussion, Leo Scalator said AT is a bold and strategic move aimed at reflecting their brand promise of simplicity, making it easier for customers to identify and engage with the company. Uh, it's a simpler way of continuing the recognition that our customers have given us at this point for the past 31 years, uh, while not standing for Airtel Tigo. So we are formally changing the name. We are taking out Airtel and, and the name Tigo. We understand that uh, many people have fond memories of uh, the long history of Tigo. Many people have fond memories of uh, Airtel for 12 years, but there might be a few not so fond memories. So we thought that we would take this opportunity to change the perception of the company. So it is now AT. The Minister of Communications has helped to save this company, as you all know, from Airtel and Deagle when the government took over uh, in 2021. Uh, the Minister, again, has, has spearheaded the efforts to restructure the company uh, through that time period and is now spearheading the efforts to help find a, a, a partner and close a partner with us. 
so we'd like to thank the Minister for this, and the timing seems to be appropriate that now we are embarking on uh, a new and simpler path going forward. And we hope that translates to all of our customers and various stakeholders that AT now stands for more simplicity. AT Ghana says it will continue to offer the same innovative services with an enhanced focus on user experience and customer satisfaction. Now, about 3,000 business owners have received training on how to augment their business outlook using social media tools as well as good customer experience knowledge through MTN Ghana's 21 Days Yellow Care Initiative. Here's more. Learn with this year's theme, empowering entrepreneurs to unlock growth and job creation for communities. MTN organized an exhibition and training session for some startups to climax the initiative. Speaking to Joy Business, Chief Corporate Service and Sustainability Officer at MTN, Ajoa Efriye-Riafi says, their target has been met. We plan to reach 3,000 people and we have reached 3,000 people all across the country. So women, youth, uh, differently abled, 3,000 of them, local artisans, grassroots entrepreneurs. That, that was, that's the whole purpose of Yellow Care, to reach out to those who are underprivileged, who do not have access um, to the internet or to social media, to let them know how they can access social media and how they can use that or leverage on that to build their businesses, to scale up, to move their businesses to the next, next level. So that was the purpose, and we think that we have achieved that. She assured that her outfit will continuously monitor the progress of beneficiaries to maximize the gains of the program. After this, we will follow up uh, with some of them to see how well they are doing. We want to learn some lessons from what we've done and to keep improving upon the program and to use uh, um, the lessons we learn uh, for next year. We also have an enterprise support program which is aimed at supporting you know, local businesses to be able to grow their businesses. So we started this year. It's uh, going to run for a period of five years. We're going to work with 100 uh, local entrepreneurs, grassroots entrepreneurs, and then help them to develop their products and to market their products. Some of the beneficiaries have been speaking to our news team. A lot of networking and a bit of sales. And then MCM people too, they are training us a lot on marketing, packaging and all that. So I will be able to market our products very well, um, especially on social media. We are really learning a lot, so um, I want to say thank you to MCN. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. Progressive presents an ad from Mom. What does it say here? Bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive and get protection around the clock. You know what? I'm sorry. I I think it should be around. (laughs) What are you signaling? Me to stop talking? Oh, all right. I'll, I'll stop talking. No. Just had to tell me, that's all you have Get round-the-clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep. And a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation sleep number smart bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99. Plus special financing. Ends Monday. See store for details. 
someone just came to us and was even talking about um, wanting to know more and if there are any investment opportunities. So it is a great platform for me as a burden entrepreneur. MTN Yellow Care Program is an employee volunteerism initiative designed to engage the staff in high-impact social projects within their communities. The Institute of ICT Professionals Ghana is calling for more dialogue to bridge the gap between academia and industry. The Institute says information technology can be leveraged to explore various opportunities for young entrepreneurs. Executive Director David Goh said adopting innovative entrepreneurship programs will increase employment. He spoke at the third edition of the Tech Entrepreneurs Forum. Forum was organized by the Institute of ICT Professionals Ghana in collaboration with the Air Force Foundation and other supporting partners. According to David Guru, more engagement is needed to help these young entrepreneurs. We're happy to have the third Tech Entrepreneurs Forum, a forum that is designed to bring together small startups or startups that are in the tech space, give them a platform so they can showcase some of their innovative applications that they've developed and how these applications can help businesses. So the first Tech Entrepreneurs Forum that we started 2019 and then we had a break because of COVID and then we came back 2022, we had a second Tech Entrepreneurs Forum and we are really excited about today's um, event. Project manager at Force Foundation, Hannah Schleman, was optimistic these young entrepreneurs within the tech space would aid in the transformation of the economy. We facilitate the collaboration and the contact between the young students and graduates who have gone through the DigiCap program and have become junior consultants. So they consult small businesses in their digitalization processes. So we facilitate that contact between the young ones and then the um, companies, the industry, the employers, basically. Executive Director for the National Service Scheme, Osei Asibenchi, outlined some initiatives his outfit is rolling out to support these young entrepreneurs. National Service now is creating the pathway in the area of ICT. First, we're only deploying people to go to other places, but now we deploy people to hubs where those that they've learned, especially in the area of ICT, we deploy them, get consultants to reshape them for them to be able to create jobs on their own, create solutions. And if you're able to create solutions, it means that you are addressing a problem. Last year, we worked with almost about seven different, uh, different institutions. Our doors are open for thousands, so we can work with them. The forum was under the theme fostering stronger collaborations between industry and academia to promote tech entrepreneurship. Access Bank Ghana has signed an agreement with the ECOWAS Bank for Investment and Development to receive $30 million for onward lending small businesses. The funds are expected to also help players in the agribusiness and the manufacturing sector. The following report has more. The agreement between EBID and Access Bank seeks to finance the expansion of operations of SMEs in Ghana. SMEs are expected to receive substantial financial support through tailored credit facilities from Access Bank Ghana, having championed the course of SMEs in Ghana. Speaking to Joy Business after the signing, the managing director of Access Bank Ghana, Olumide Olatunji, said the facility will also aid the bank in supporting Ghana's great value chain players. As you would rightly know, SMEs continue to play a very critical role in any economy, 
Uh, Ghana is no exception. So in Ghana, SMEs contribute over 70-75% of the GDP uh, in Ghana. So it's not a sector, it's not a space that we should ignore. So Access Bank wants, Access Bank wants to ride on these partnerships to create credits uh, to support SMEs in the various sectors we have, we have, we have, we have spoken about. Uh, this, this, this facility is another partnership uh, to make that, that possibility happen to SMEs, SME business in Ghana. Uh, so we want to ride on the back of what we are doing with EBIT to support SME growth in Ghana by creating credit. Uh, like I said in my opening remarks, uh, post the debt exchange, we want to ensure that we don't slow down as far as credit creation is concerned. And so we have identified resilient sectors in the Ghanaian economy. On this part, the President and Chairman of the Board of Directors of the ECOWAS Bank for Investment and Development, Dr. George J. Kumdonkoy, is hopeful the money will transform Ghana's economy. Now, our main objective as a bank is to finance development projects and programs across the various sectors of the economies of West Africa. This facility, and in so doing, we intervene in both the private sector and the public sector. The private sector is where we give facilities uh, to companies within the ECOWAS member countries. It can be financial institutions, uh, private enterprises, and companies. In this context today, we have extended 30 million US dollars to Access Bank. The reason is simple. Access Bank meets the financial requirement of the bank. Now, government has reiterated its commitment to deepen its efforts in increasing renewable energy penetration. According to Deputy Minister for Energy Herbert Krapa, the ministry is developing a nuclear energy plan to transform the sector. He spoke at the launch of the Africa Energy Technology Conference in Accra. Africa Energy Technology Conference is Africa's premier energy technology-driven exhibition and networking conference that seeks to create a distinctive platform for key stakeholders and industry players within the energy ecosystem. Technology that is efficient, reliable, resilient and affordable is the answer. And we have to do this urgently. If we didn't know, but I think we did. Recent global energy events should have awakened us. Access to energy represents one of Africa's greatest obstacles to socioeconomic development. Supply lacks demand, and in many ways, and in as many as 30 countries in Africa, recurrent electricity outages and load shedding are the norm. Deputy Director in charge of nuclear an alternative energy at the Ministry of Energy, Dr. Robert Sobaji, called for more technology in Ghana's energy transition. The topic on technology is key in energy transition because we realize that um, energy transition is one of the big things which is happening in the energy sector now. And sustainability of technology in energy transition is key. Because as of now, uh, we only have few assembly plants for solar, uh, wind, you have to also import everything. So uh, what this um, conference seeks to address is to make sure that we have homegrown technologies that is able to um, address the maintenance and the sustainability of technologies in the energy sector. Found an executive chair of the Africa Energy Technology Center, Emilia Kuma stated that a collective effort in transforming the sector is key to transforming the energy space. We strive for an energy future that leaves no one behind and that uplifts communities, that drives economic growth and sustainable development across the continent. The Africa Energy Technology Conference will be the testament 
to share to our commitment towards achieving these goals. As we stand on the cusp of this transformative event, I invite each and every one of you to join us in Accra, Ghana, for the African Energy Technology Conference 2023. The three-day exhibition and networking conference is to delve into issues confronting the energy sector. And that's our package for tonight. For more news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com for a slash business. I am Beverly Broom. I leave you with news making headlines on the international front. Exciting football channel is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kufitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Primera Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus channel 151. HD Plus, the Feely Feely experience. Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy a big car. I'll buy a big house. Thank you. We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply.
Magic is in the design. now time to celebrate and honor their selflessness. It's a moment of recognition and giving these personalities the platform to expand their impact and promote development. They are the finalists of the Journey's Impact Makers Awards, who among our extraordinary 10 nominees will earn the envious title of the Journey's Impact Maker of the Year, Isaac Ajaoto, Richard Oko, Ellen White, or Jefferson Agbotro. Ahmadu Mohammed, Ilya Subaba, Isaka Anesi, Jajira Porsche, or Joy Okra. There are also Father Moses Awenonja and John Akaribo. Make a date with us at 6 p.m. on the 23rd of June 2023, live on your most authoritative and credible news portal, the Joy News Channel, for the live telecast and celebration of the Impact Makers of the Year. The Joy News Impact Makers Awards, celebrating ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kosano, And when I find it, I stick to it. My shishimanya bell pack tissues. Bell pack ewe tiro. Bell pack tiro. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me yusua, me It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. Uti bakwa, uti mi de pepaye, uti mi soki, e chimu esa One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to bell pack today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best. It's just perfect. Even the builders of his house and sellers of his cars give him a percentage for every contract he brings. My opponent sits here and turns against the motion for once avenue for making money legally. Wrong! The biggest debate competition in Ghana is back. Which side do you represent? For or against the motion? Stay glued to your Superstation Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime as we bring to you the biggest stage where schools in Ashanti show their prowess through debate. Rally behind your alma mater to glory as gallant young men and women from the various senior high schools in Ashanti elucidate their stance on matters of national interest. Venue is the Christian Service University College. 
knowledge. Catch us live on Love 99.5 FM on Facebook at Love 99.5 FM. Joy Learning and Joy Prime, 2 p.m. each day. The Lovesom High School's debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on issues of national interest. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, the Ashanti Regional SRC, and the Regional Directorate of Ghana Education Service Ashanti and CHAS. This program is in partnership with Pepsodent. Rasta Chocomold from Twilliam Industries, Christian Service University College, Jackson Educational Complex, Cowbell, Madam Catherine, Freital and Fortune Rise from Wilma, and sponsored by Zest Consult, Pidato Company Limited, CBS Industries, Top Choco, Ultimate Fashions, Flora Tissues, supported by segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello and welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. And let's start off in Parliament. And the Parliament has been eulogizing former Black Stars captain, calling him uh, the nation to honor him for his exploits. The Ghana top scorer, who is also the first international player to score in nine successive tournaments, announced his retirement from football, making a statement on the floor of the House. The majority chief whip, uh, Dompress, said John brought glory and honor to the country. Also, former Youth and Sports Minister Dr. Rashid Perpo touted Jan's unifying qualities, insisting he deserves to be celebrated, especially while he is alive. First, let's hear from Dr. Uh, Anu Dompre. In the history of our game in Ghana, many iconic players have graced our pitches with the tenacity and fitness of beautiful feet. Statistics in African and Ghanaian football are replete with legendary tales of such plays, and one that has stood tall in the history of our game in the recent decade is none other than the legendary Asamoja. Speaker, it might be debatable who is considered the greatest of all time in the Ghanaian football. With the likes of Baba Yara, Abdul Razak, Abedi Pele, Tony Yeboa, and so forth. As such, we all may favorites on the pitch. Samoyjan is undoubtedly one of the best in the past two decades. And I'm happy we are celebrating him today because he's going to celebrate people when they are alive. And he exiting from football is giving us a reason to say that it is time for us to also recognize what he has done and play the game he played all these years. He played for everybody and let us all play for him. But today we are recognizing him as a whole for what he has done for Ghana. Mr. Speaker, the gentleman we are celebrating eventually played a keeping role in Ghana football as a captain, and he moved Ghana along in many of the matches we played, either in, within Africa or in the world. And for each of them, he has shown 
he is a distinct person and has shown he is a character to watch and a character to admire. And it's no wonder that in the Black Stars is the highest goal scorer and eventually became the player of the year, BBC player of the of of um, of the year. Yes. Now, on his part, Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohammed Amin, while commending Jan's entrepreneurial skills, also called for the establishment of a sports endowment fund for a greater investment in football in the country to enable the nation to churn out more footballers like Asamojan. Asamojan, apart from his contributions on the soccer field, has also become a successful investor himself. I know of many ventures Asamojan is involved in. And by this, he's contributing to economic growth and the development of our country. Mr. Speaker, let me take advantage of this to indicate that sports and football in particular is serious business. It has contributed to gross domestic product and it continues to do. In 2017, its contribution to GDP was about 1.4%. And this has increased year after year. Mr. Speaker, unfortunately, funding sports continues to be a problem for us as a country. Allocation of funds, for example, to the Ministry of Youth and Sports, year on year, increased from 24.7% in 2016 to 43.8% in 2019. However, allocation to the National Sports Authority has been going down. What it means is that allocations to the Ministry of Youth and Sports have largely gone to general administration. We therefore need to look at the funding of sports in general and football in particular more strategically. And this is why, Mr. Speaker, I want to propose, if it hasn't been done already, that we institute a national endowment for... Now, Ghana's Black Meteors have landed in Morocco, Rabat, ahead of kickoff of the 2023 Afghan Under-23 tournament on Saturday in Morocco. Speaking upon the arrival, head coach Ibrahim Tanko lauded the team's preparation and also confirmed Ernest Nyama will later join the team for the 2023 Under-23 Afghan Cup of Nations, despite not reporting to camp yet. The Meteors have been pitched against Morocco, Congo and Guinea in Group A and will face Congo in the opening game on Sunday, June 25. We have a very good uh, training camp with uh, two games, and winning one and drew one. So I think uh, the team is in good shape. We improve very well. I mean, if you know, we play with a different set, and like against Egypt. Because we want to give everyone a chance to show what he can do in the tournament. And honestly, I'm very, very happy with the second team as well. So with this team, I think we can form a very good side for the tournament in our first game. And we are here with 26 players. Definitely, we have to give everyone a chance to show uh, what he can do at the tournament. And, and as I said, and all of them show that if we give them a chance, they can help us at the tournament. So it's a very good thing for the team. Uh, well, for now, I understand that uh, we are going to have an Esnioma. 
and, but the rest cannot join us. And so we only have to concentrate on those who are here. And Ernest, we knew him already. He played with us uh, the last game. So definitely he's coming to join his colleagues. He will, I mean, will give us more uh, quality on the pitch. So we are happy that he will join us. Yeah, well, I mean, in the first place, they are not with us when we play the qualifiers. So we wanted them because we think they have quality that they can support us. But since they are not here, I think we will concentrate with those who we play uh, the qualifiers with. We are 100% we sure that the quality is enough uh, for this tournament. So let's hope that uh, we will have uh, this squad I mean, fit for the first game against Congo. No, I mean, for now he's not joining because the team didn't allow him. As you know, it's not a FIFA date, so uh, we cannot force the team to release him. So for now, he's not coming, and we are looking forward uh, to those who are here that they can do the job for us. Today is a arrival team meeting, and the CAF people will come to uh, inspect the players and the technical team. And then after, we'll go for training at 5 p.m., and tomorrow, same. Yeah, and then we prepare for Sunday, and we hope that by Sunday, we are going to have a very good uh, starting 11 for the, I mean, for the nation. Now let's talk about the Ghana Football Awards. Well, the board, the leadership of the awards scheme uh, board on Friday, earlier today, uh, called on the sports minister, Mustafa Youssef, to officially invite him to this year's gala night. Uh, the meeting, which was held at the sports ministry, was attended by the board chairman of the awards scheme, Kyle Tufo, who was in the company of some of the board members, such as Nitifa Fahata, Nathan Kwao, Felix Romark, and Daniel Odro. The board of the Ghana Football Awards decided to also to pay Ketsi Kola, the sector minister, as a sign of respect and to formally inform him about preparation for Sunday's event. The minister who was at the 2021 edition of the awards was excited about the visit and promised that he and his ministry will ensure the success of the awards scheme. And just barely two days away from the awards ceremony scheduled for Sunday, June 25th, and thankfully, we are joined by a board member, Matilda Demedo, uh, via Zoom for some quick updates ahead of that all-important event on Sunday. Matilda, thank you for joining us on Prime Sports. And, um, of course, we just um, had you paid a visit to the sports minister, and um, he has promised to be there. But with two days to go, what's his preparations looking like? Well, thank you for having me this evening. And just as you've said already, um, the two days just to go for the awards, everything I can say have been put in place. Talk about um, organizing the actual event on the day. My relation has been excellent. Um, our Club 100 are also voting earnestly for us to get um, the rightful winners of the award for the night. And then um, all things said and done, um, I can confidently tell you that um, the fifth edition of the Ghana Football Award is going to be a success come Sunday. I mean, uh, for the benefit of those who are hearing about this for the very first time, just uh, tell us, why the Ghana Football Awards? Why, why are you putting together these awards? What's its sole purpose? Well, you know, we have a lot of Ghanaians flying their trade outside Ghana. We have a whole football season going on and then we, we also have people or legends in the world of, of sports especially football that um, over the years they've worked tirelessly and we as a board think that 
it's uh, it's it's very necessary for us to organize this award and then award um, these people who are throughout the years taught and also people who are in let's say a season under review giving the award out and that's the main reason why such an award is being organized so if you look at the previous editions or even all other editions what we do is that we look at um, the players and performance in the season and the review, their statistics and all other relevant stuff that we need to put together to make sure we come out clean with the awards. That's how we look at it and then we make sure we get all the um, deserving players into the various categories. So um, that's the main reason behind us organizing such a prestigious awards. And finally, before I go, um, we understand there's been, uh, you know, the scheme has increased. It used to be just seven, eight categories, and now we've seen an increase to about 13 categories. Can you just bring us up to speed on the uh, new categories you've had yes. to introduce for this edition? Sure. With the previous edition, we had 11 categories, and this um, season, we're adding two more categories where we are taking a look at um, the gold queen of the season that for the Mortal Guinness Women's Premier League Gold Queen of the Season have been added and quite apart, apart from that we also look at um, the player of the season for the women's premier league. You know in the men's division we do play this far into rush hour traffic most people would have rage accelerated at least once. But not you, Lacey No Hard Accelerations Ever Johnson. Because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So if your hula dancing dashboard doll thinks you're going to hard accelerate because you're running late, then your hula dancing dashboard doll doesn't know. Lacey No Hard Accelerations Ever Johnson. Sign up for Snapshot today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. The season for the men Premier League and then uh, we do the overall best player. So this time around, the women will have an overall best player and then also best player in the women's Premier League. That have necessitated the, uh, us adding two more categories to the 11 that we had already making it 13 categories for this season. Interesting. Well, uh, you need to know that the event will be live on Joy Prime at, uh, and uh, it will be at the Accra International Conference Centre. Is, uh, is it open to the public or it's uh, strictly by invitation? Well, um, it's uh, um, strictly by invitation. And then, um, yes, the is strictly by invitation for now. Okay, and they can watch it on Joy Prime, right? Of course, and um, the general public who will not uh, get this invitation, I will urge all of them to watch it on Joy Prime, our partner for life. You know, any anywhere Ghana football awards go, Joy Prime is always there to uh, make sure it reaches the masses in their home. So we just advise that if you don't have an invitation, kindly just stay by your TV and then stay good to Joy Prime and then you catch all the glam, the grits and everything that comes with the Ghana Football Awards 2023. Atoda, thank you very much for your time and uh, we look forward to the event on Sunday at the Accra International Conference Centre. Remember that the event will also be live on our partner station, Joy Prime, at 7pm Sunday. So make a date for that very all-important event. Let's get to Germany now and uh, get in touch with uh, Chris Harrington of our partner station DWTV for the latest update in the German football. The national team uh, is yet to win a match after three friendlies and it's causing quite uh, concern in Germany. And Chris, good to see you. Good to see you. We just, uh, had, we've, we've been able to establish connection with you. Good to see you. But it, it's the German national team and uh, it does appear they are struggling 
We know they're going to be hosting the Euros uh, in 2024. And after almost four friendlies now, they're yet to pick a win. How much of a concern is it in Germany? Yes, uh, they are hosting the European Championships 2024. So, as I've already mentioned, they've punched their ticket, but their form on the pitch just really hasn't met expectations. Hansi Flick, after a dismal performance at Qatar, a dismal showing, has only picked up one win since resuming action, and that was the first friendly prior to these three against Peru. And then you see a draw with Ukraine, of course, you could chalk that up as, you know, an emotional match with what's going on with Ukraine. But you do expect the German national football team to put on a clinic versus a side like Ukraine. And then Poland. They're coming off a loss versus Poland. Poland, it's only their second victory in 22 games dating all the way back to 1933. So historically quite significant for the Polish side, for Germany. Just a reminder that they have a lot of improving to do. Hansi Flick has a lot of offense to choose from. He has to just figure out which players to pick. Um, I personally like Nicholas Fulkrug. He was a late addition to Qatar. He's always producing. He looks to be a polished striker. They need, you know, someone to be a good co-captain to him, whether it's going to be Timo Vanna, whether it's going to be Kai Havertz, Leroy Sané. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, they're going to have to be solid, and they're going to have to improve. But we have to remind ourselves of something here in Germany. This Germany is not the Germany that won the 2014 World Cup. They're just not the same players. I mean, that was nearly 10 years ago. You know, so the reality is a lot of nations have improved. Germany has declined a bit. You saw that in Qatar. You know, I do think the expectations are higher than what we see on the pitch. And uh, Hansi Flick, you know, has a lot of figuring out to do if they're going to make, you know, some impression uh, come next summer during the European Championships. Well, interesting question. But let's talk about club football and Bayern Munich. We understand uh, they are very busy in the transfer market trying to beef up their defence. And uh, we also pick in reports that they've stepped up interest in Manchester City's Carl Walker and even a Napoli's defender, Kim Jin, uh, uh, Kim, Kim, Kim. And uh, do you understand Thomas Tuchel is the one playing a key role in all of this? Well, what do you have to tell us about Bayern Munich's transfer interest in Carl Walker and uh, Napoli's defender? Yeah, well, them keeping Thomas Tuchel on board it suggests they're going to give him the keys, right? He's going to be able to make some moves and call some shots. They've already cleaned house in terms of CEO and sporting director at Bayern Munich. Thomas Tuchel, you know, basically the big man on campus right now. And when you look at Kyle Walker, him being omitted from the Man City starting lineup in the Champions League final, uh, it suggests that he will be exiting this transfer window. And uh, one report here coming out of Germany is that there were significant talks between Tuchel, his team, and Walker's representatives. Uh, right now, the word is no agreement has been made, has been reached officially, but uh, Walker wants a, the move to be permanent. And all parties are optimistic that they will finalize the deal. You know, Man City are looking to take care of their business, to defend what they've recently accomplished in Bayern are just trying to get back on track. They have to tighten up defensively. When you look at the numbers, you look at how many losses, how many draws they've gotten. They've had this past season and seasons past. You know, they don't have the best defense in all of the land in the Bundesliga anymore. That's no longer a fact. They're either tied with some other team or they're trailing another team in terms of allowing goals. So I do think 
Bayern need to tighten up their defense. And there are even more reports that Bayern Munich are regarded as favorites for Napoli's defender, Kim Min Jae. You know, he's a South Korean international. He was expected to join Manchester United this summer. But Bayern are close to settling on personal terms with Kim and his team. And they're looking to buy him out with the 60 million euro clause. So it looks like that uh, Bayern Munich are doing everything they can to basically give Thomas Tuchel the pieces that he's asking for, requesting he wants to get them at least, you know, uh, back in good graces with the international community. Of course, they won the Bundesliga, but Bayern Munich always want more than that. Because just before you go, uh, Sadio Mane recently said, never say never over you know, a move to Newcastle. Uh, what's the latest news out of the buying camp relative to Sadio Mane? Is he going to move? Well, you know, that never say never comment is from a former uh, British politician and a Newcastle United diehard fan. And uh, I think it was just kind of some bait. You know, uh, Sadio Mane, always being the gentleman, never disappointing. I think gay fans, something they've always wanted, just a possibility. The never say never, you know, I, I think it's nice for a uh, conversation you know, at the water cooler. But the reality is, when you listen to what Sadio Mane is saying, he, he's saying basically he's going to report uh, July 13th to begin preseason training. You know, obviously he has his Senegalese duty. You know, they're competing, trying to, you know, put themselves in a good position to retain the AFCON, you know, that they won the last edition of. But all in all, he's committed to proving his point to Thomas Tool. Thomas Tool is clearly aware of what Sadio Mane has done in the Premier League. You know, he hasn't really performed to his expectations with the injury and so forth. He had a riff with the former coach, Julian Nagelsmann. There are a lot of factors at play, but I do think reputation matters to Mane uh, a little bit more right now because his reputation, if he were to depart, it's fair to say would be tarnished a bit. Uh, he's keen to stay at the club. He's keen to repair those those impressions of his performance and what he can contribute to uh to the Bundesliga champions, and he wants to prove Thomas Tuchel and all of his naysayers wrong. You know, I do think that's a mission of his. At least that's what the camp in Munich is has been reporting. Uh, we have some time to wait and see if anything will materialize, but right now, Mane seems committed to the Mia San Mia mentality in Munich. Well, Chris, thanks very much, and uh, let's go to our partner station, DWTV, and that's all time we're permitted to hear on Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. Thanks for being a part of this. There's more on IJOnline.com for a slash sports. 